0: You are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 81. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. My name is Tiffany, and I am your host. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 81st time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. You can connect with me on social media at South on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also follow the show's account on Twitter and Instagram at how does underscore she do it. As you're listening to the episode, take a screenshot. And post it on your story and mention me, mention the podcast, and I will repost it on my Instagram. I would love to see that you're listening. Let me know what you're taking away as you're listening to the episode, as long as you're not driving or like doing things that are going to hurt you yourself while you're listening to the podcast. So... Um, this week's podcast is going to be a little bit different because I decided that I wanted to record and a Facebook Live as the podcast episode. So I had a topic in mind and I did the whole thing. But you'll hear like it's a little it's it'll sound a little bit different because that's where the audio is coming from. And um, it was just a different different vibe. It felt really good, and I got some some comments to want to try and. Do it again. So, if you do it again in the sense of doing a Facebook Live and recording the podcast episode at the same time. So, if you want to check out the Facebook Live, you want to go to the show notes for this week's episode or Go to Facebook and search for How She Elevates the Community, and you can join the Facebook group, group, and you'll be able to see the Facebook Lives from there. So if you go to the show notes for this week's episode, you'll also be able to find a link to be able to join the Facebook community. And last, before we get into this week's episode... Elevate Your Career Academy is still open for enrollment. This is an 8-week group coaching program that is designed to help you identify and leverage your strengths so you can maximize your career success. We will be meeting as a group every week. There'll be live question and answer sessions as well as co-working sessions. You will get your resume reworked. You will get live f- like re- feedback and recorded feedback on your resume, but more than just focusing on your resume, we are really going to get crystal clear about what you want for your career what you have to offer to lead you in that, that career direction, and then how do you learn to articulate and speak to those skills in your career materials, in your networking conversations, and really just make sure that your confidence above all else is super high so that you can pursue the career direction that you want. So if you're interested in joining Elevate Your Career Academy, if you can go to bit.ly slash eCareerSuccess, again, that's bit.ly slash eCareerSuccess, or you can visit the show notes for this week's episode to find the link and join from there. So I look forward to seeing you in the Academy. And now let's get into the Facebook slash podcast mashup (laughs) for the episode. And there will be just my thoughts in this episode. So I'll catch you on the wrap up at the end. So Tonight's topic, how, why are you staying stuck? But actually, before we get to the topic, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. (laughs) Before we get to the topic, uh, Just My Thoughts. So Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share just my thoughts about something that I have come across in pop culture, that I've come across in social media, or something that's happened to me between recording episodes. And what has happened, this is the, the just my thoughts for this week is really, uh, kind of a continuation of the episode I did last week, which was episode 80, where I talked about me cutting my hair. And if you notice, you look at my profile picture, you will see that my hair is longer and I cut my hair two weeks ago. It was October, almost two weeks ago. It was October 6th when I cut it. And... I was really, the day that it happened, I went through all the emotions that I experienced last time and I was feeling all kinds of, um, I was feeling nauseous during it, while it was happening and it was just all these things. And when, as the weeks have, as the days have gone on, I have started to enjoy it and love it so much more that it's been like, I just have, a different, I feel different and it's weird. I didn't expect to feel different, but I feel different. And I feel like I have a different confidence about me. And like, I'm not concerned about things that I would be concerned about when my hair was, was straight. So for example, if you are a woman who has curly hair, if you're a black woman, if you're a man who has curly hair and your hair is long and when it's straight and you sweat, you worry about your edges curling up, or you worry about right around the temples when you wear glasses, those things. I don't worry about that anymore. Like, it's not that i obviously, I don't want to look crazy, right. But I just don't, there's just certain things that I don't think about in the same way that I did before. And so what has been really, so that's been really cool. And I feel, I feel like I have a little bit more of an edge now, which is, it's just like, I just walk past myself in the mirror and I'm just like, like I smile at myself differently. It's really weird. So maybe this will wear off and maybe it's just because it's the newness of this whole hair cutting experience. But um, that's what that's about. So I guess the takeaway from from this for Just My Thoughts is really, um, you know, I talked about inviting change into your life. And maybe there's a change that you can invite in your life that's going to kind of reinvigorate you and give you a different type of energy. And so I really encourage you to explore what that is. And with that, that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. And so that just, anyway... So what I wanted to talk about today is why you keep staying stuck. And when I say you, I'm not just talking about you. I'm also talking about me and how, um, you know, we find ourselves a lot, a lot of times. And I know that I have been guilty of this myself is saying that I want to do something, saying that I want to make a certain type of change, saying that I have a specific goal. Saying that I really want to um, to try and work towards something, and you know, weeks will go by, months will go by, and I have find myself in the exact same place. And so, what I wanted to talk about is four reasons why you keep staying stuck. And I didn't say keep getting stuck. For a reason, because getting stuck implies that you have gotten unstuck and then you kind of get pulled back. But I think a lot of us don't actually ever really get unstuck is we kind of stay where we are. And um, and then we find a whole bunch of different reasons to, you know, justify or explain away how or why we are in the same place. So the first reason why you keep staying stuck is that you stay inside of your own head. I'm going to say that one again. The first reason why you keep staying stuck is because you keep staying inside of your own head. I am a big proponent of the idea that, and I I don't even, it's not an idea, it's a reality, that we have negative thoughts that can influence the way that we show up or we don't show up. And when you are Inside of your own head about your goals, about your weaknesses, about the obstacles that you have, you will stay so you will keep yourself reinforcing those negative ideas. You'll keep yourself reinforcing those uh, negative negative thoughts. And so it will keep you staying exactly where you are. Because if you're worried that no one's going to like the idea that you have, and you just keep thinking about how no one's going to like the idea that you have, and then you not even just Think about the idea the idea that you have and that nobody will like it. But then you come up with reasons and results that will happen as a result of nobody liking your idea. Well, if nobody likes my idea, then nobody likes me. And you start yourself down this path, down this di- downward spiral all inside your head because you have created an outcome and created an alternate reality really inside your own head. And that is no way to live. <laughs> it's no way to live and it will keep you standing exactly where you are right now For an undetermined period of time, because you are not, you're not willing to, you haven't figured out how to break those thoughts and break those thought patterns. And so when it comes to thinking about like why you stay inside your own head and the way that you get out of that, you get out of that by number one, saying things out loud and countering and challenging the reality. So if you say that no one's going to like your idea, well, what evidence do you have to support that? What evidence do you have to support that no one's going to like your idea? What are you, are you really confirming what other people are saying about you? Or are you making these things up in your own head, right? And if you are the kind of person who will um, just keep keep to yourself, then you won't have, you won't necessarily have a way to challenge some of those things. So sometimes in addition to saying those things out loud and directly countering the negative thoughts that you have with truth and with reality is you have to talk to somebody else about it you have to say, well, you know, how does this sound? Does this sound crazy? And maybe the person you talk to might tell you it sounds crazy, but chances are, if you're saying something negative about yourself, that you won't find somebody who's going to let you continue to, to, to be that way. So the way that you counter getting outside of your own head is you actually talk out loud. You get outside of your own head, head. You challenge your the reality that you've built up inside your mind with facts. Is this true? Am I actually not, you know, not talented? Am I actually not have I actually never presented a good idea? If those things are not true, then you are countering the negative narrative that you're telling yourself inside your mind. And then talk to other people. The second thing that you that keeps people staying stuck where they are is that you don't know and you don't own your story. You don't know and you don't own your story. I am a, if you read anything, you read the post I put on, on Facebook today. I am always talking about the importance of knowing and owning your story. There are so many people who walk around this earth who are just getting by, who are just living moment to moment and have not taken time to really reflect on where they've been and how where they've been influence the way that they show up right now and how it can either inform or hinder the way they show up in the future. And when you are just kind of skating by, when you are just kind of getting by and allowing life to happen to you without having an awareness of what makes you who you are and what gives you the, um, the, the strength and the perspective that you have, then you are missing out on so many opportunities and that will also keep you from being able to move forward. If you do not know why you are powerful beyond measure, if you do not know the source of your resilience, if you do not know the the fire that has informed why you care about certain things, if you don't know how or why your family's history influences the way you show up in some ways, then you are going to risk staying stuck in a pattern that someone else has written for you, right? And so the way that you get unstuck by knowing and owning your story is you then get to decide and you then get the, the, the power to say, I'm going to break this generational curse. I am going to move out of this negative mood that I'm in. I know that based on the things that I've been through, I have the ability to move forward and be successful in these kinds of ways. Based on the things that I've done before, I know I can perform well in other situations again. And so when you know and own your story, you are now giving yourself new fodder and new information about how you can how you can get yourself out of the situation that you're in because you are now giving, you're now taking away power from the negative and kind of stuck reality and now giving yourself, fueling yourself with new information, new energy and new lessons that are based on your own experience. You don't have to go out and get, New experience. You don't have to go out and get, um, you know, take experiences from other people. Your story is powerful enough. Your story is. Is yours your not and not only your story, but your unique strengths, your unique life experiences, the things that God has gifted you with, and no one else. Like there are things that I know that some of my friends can do that I just can't do. They are and there some of them are like tangible work things. Some of them are just like the way that they think about certain kinds of things. I think about my brother and the way his his mind works, and my sisters and my like there there are reasons why we're all made the way that we are. And when you couple the uniqueness that we were all all born with and the, the way that God has gifted us to show up, and you layer that with the challenges that you've overcome and the lessons that are built into those challenges, I mean, like when you put the right perspective on it, you, staying stuck will be hard to do because you will have the tools and the resources already within you to be able to help you move forward. And if you don't have them within you, you now, you should be able to find other people who can help foster and build you up in ways that you need to help move you forward. So just to re- recap quickly, the, the three things that we've covered so far, or the two things rather, the two things that we've covered about why you keep staying stuck. The first one is that you stay inside your own head. The second thing that is that you don't know and own your own story. And if you know your own story, if you get outside of your own head and stop reinforcing the negatives, this negative self-talk that is happening inside your mind, that will help you pick yourself up from where you are and, keep, and get you move forward. So the third thing that um, that keeps you staying stuck is that you're. Too worried about everybody else, and I am so I'm so guilty of this. I'm so guilty of always thinking about the way that someone else is going to think about the way I'm showing up, or what if I if I post this, are people going to think I'm annoying, or am I being too preachy when I talk about how much I love Jesus, or am I, you know, I'm worried about what other people are thinking. And I read in a book by uh, Tiffany Dufu. The book is called Drop the Ball. It's such a good book, and she talked about. If we think, if everybody, if all of us are so worried about what other people are thinking about us, we're really no one's actually thinking about anybody else. They're actually, we're all thinking about ourselves, right? And so, if I'm worried about what people are thinking about me, I'm not busy thinking about other people, right? And you hear people talk about, oh, my haters and my haters and my haters. It's like your haters ain't worried about you. They're worried about themselves, and so they're themselves. So you have to to really. Stop worrying about what you think other people are going to do and say and i'm not talking about being the kind of person who just throws, you know, who has the, I don't care attitude, right? You know what attitude I'm talking about. The person who will say anything that they want at any given time to anybody, no matter what, no matter what platform, no matter whether it's appropriate or inappropriate, I'm not talking about that, not caring about what other people think I'm talking about, or not worrying about what other people think in that sense. I'm talking about the way that when worrying about what other people think or have to say about you cripples you from taking action that you know will help move you forward. And if you are, if you are so stuck and afraid to take action that will keep you moving forward, it's not other people that are hindering you. It's you hindering you. And that gets me to my fourth point, which is the fourth reason why you keep staying stuck is because you're too worried about yourself. And in the sense that you are not thinking about the way that other people might be depending on you to show up. Hey, Aisha, thank you for joining. Um, You might not be, you're not thinking about the way that people are expecting, need you to show up and be who you fully are supposed to be. Like if you, if you think about the way that you could contribute at work differently or better, if you were uh, giving 100% effort, if you think about the way that you might be able to start Launch some idea that you have that could take your just your feeling about yourself And maybe even the way you provide for your family to a different level If you can make a change in your in your lifestyle that will help improve The life and physical health that you have that can allow you to show up on this and be on this earth for a longer period of time if you're thinking about the way that other people might be depending upon you you, it is hard to stay stuck. And that's actually the thing that got me moving today because I, I have this tendency when I'm putting out things for my business and when I'm putting things out for, you know, things that I'm working on, I start, I put it out there and then I run away. I put it out and then I retreat and I'm just, and then I start getting, I get into some of the things that we talked about. I'm worried about, Oh people, no one wants it. No one likes this. No one wants to hear this from me. And then I start thinking about, okay, well, um, you know, I'm thinking about what other people have to say about me or what they don't have to say about me. And again, I'm making it about me. But if I stop thinking about me and I think about my nephew and I think about the legacy that I want to help create for him, when I think about the way that I want to demonstrate that generational patterns can be broken, when I think about the way that I am a, a little girl from Hempstead, Long Island who came from a single parent home who has had to overcome significant obstacles. When I think about the example that I can set for other people to do that with whatever their own version of that story is, this is not about me. Like, and, I kn- and I've known for a very long time that the way that, way, the way that my life has progressed, it has never been about me. My life is a living testimony of the goodness and grace of God. My life is a testimony of how when something is for you, it is for you. When I tell you that I have managed to go to some of the best universities that this country has to offer, when I, without, when my metrics literally on paper, no, this is not me being humble or anything like that. My metrics said I was nowhere near what the expectations and requirements were to get into those universities three different times. Okay. Okay. So, when I tell you doors have been opened in order for me to show up to be a testimony, when I think about that, this becomes so much, it becomes a requirement. An expectation that I get unstuck when I have those moments where I say, you know what, I really don't feel like doing this. Why do I? Why can't I just go to work every day and come home and not care about trying to build a business or impact people's lives? You know why I can't do that? Because that's not why, I, why, why God put me here. He put me here to try to help people become the best versions of themselves. That's why he put me here. And there is something that God has placed in you that has made you, that that is intended for you to show up for somebody else in some way, shape, or form. And if you are stuck, someone is not getting the thing that you were designed to give to them. I'm going to say that again. If you don't show up the way God intended for you to show up, someone is not getting the thing that you were meant to give to them. And if you are okay with that, that's cool. I am not okay with that. And so what that does for me is it is now getting me up. And if you listen to the podcast, I get up really, really early in the morning. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm at Tiff South, Tiff with two Fs, just like my name. Um, you will see I'm on my way to the gym between um, you know 4.45 and five o'clock in the morning. I, that means I have to get up several minutes before that. And I'm working to get up earlier. Why? Because I have work to do that it's hard to get, do, get done at nine o'clock at night when I've been up since 3.30 in the morning, right? Yeah. So, so the point is, is that you have the ability, being stuck is a choice. And that is not to say that there are not real life circumstances that keep you from, necessi- from moving as fast in a direction that you want to go in. Maybe you have debt, maybe you're dealing with a period of unemployment maybe you're trying to navigate certain challenges like family issues all kinds of things that can impact your circumstances but your mindset can is your mindset is choice your mindset to stay stay down and lay down that's a decision to make and that you can choose to work and work well with what you have you can choose to like. The, the Scripture talks about joy being something that and a, and peace that surpasses all understanding. Those things are not things that people can give you. Those are not things that circumstances influence. Joy is something that comes down from the inside, right? And I remember Kurt Franklin has a, um and I and I'm uh, many people have said this, but he hasn't. Uh, there's a part in one song that he says, happiness is based on what's happening, right? And if you can, and happiness is great, but when the happy moment ends, do you still have joy? When the chaos is happening all around you, do you have inner peace? And when you can find those things that, can help contribute to those things when you can root yourself in faith. When you can surround yourself with people that are going to push you forward. When you can surround yourself and with people who are going to call you and be like, "Hey, didn't you say you were trying to do this? Why um, are you not doing it? Get your behind up and start doing what you're supposed to do." That is when you start to see the movement. That's when you start to see things change. And I'm seeing some comments here on on Facebook. Appreciate all of these comments coming in. And um, you know, and and basically, again, you being stuck is a decision. And and again, I will caveat by saying life is hard, right? Life throws a lot of stuff at you. I've learned, if I've learned nothing else about um, since graduating school is being grown is difficult. Being grown is mad difficult, but you don't have to stay in the mental space that you are in because you have the option to get out of it. Being stuck, again, no one is forcing you to to keep your negative self-talk happening, and again, I have gone to therapy. Like I have had to work through, and I still have to work through a number of issues that have that I have had um, that have impacted my um, my confidence, that have impacted the way that. I, I look at myself and see myself in one way or versus the other. And so I'm, I'm not saying that that work is not necessary and that it's the snap of a finger and your negative self-talk goes away. But when you have the awareness, when you can hear a thought, when you can pay attention to the way that your thought life is happening, and you can almost do like this with that thought. And if, you, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm basically grabbing that thought in my hand and you catch it and you then, then you counter it. So you raise your awareness of the thoughts that you're having and you catch it and then you counter it. That is how you improve your situation. That is how you improve your attitude. And before your situation can ever improve, your attitude has to get there first. Your attitude has to be the thing that can help drive you to move you forward. And, and this is, none of this stuff is easy. None of this stuff is, is you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and everything is going to be different. When you are inundating yourself with scripture, when you're inundating yourself with um positive messages when you're being mindful of the subliminal messages that are coming from the music that you're that you're listening to when you're paying attention to the messages that are coming about relationships on the television shows that you watch when you're listening when you're paying attention to the way that your food may be impacting your energy at certain times of the day when you're realizing that all of this stuff is connected you can then start to make adjustments in little areas here and there and then you will start to show up differently even just this past two weeks, I have started to increase my water, my the amount of water that I drink because Lord, I am co- chronically dehydrated, right? Huge issue. Anyway. Um, and I've started to increase the amount of water that I'm drinking and decrease the amount of sugar that I'm eating. And I have felt an energy change and it's just been two weeks. So, and I say that to say, you know, when you start I, when you start to pay attention, all of this starts with awareness. And somebody just mentioned it in the chat. Self-awareness is one of the greatest forms of deliverance. Amen. And that's something that I talk about with my clients. It's something that I I live and breathe because self-awareness is, It's some people are, are naturally more self-aware than others, but it is something that you can work at. Self-awareness is a skill and it is something that you can get better at. And so I really think that you, when you start to pay attention to your mood, you pay attention to where you where you slump. You pay attention to the things that keep you negative. You pay attention to the things that um, that make you feel a certain kind of way about yourself. Like if even if you're again just watching a show, you listen to a certain kind of music, and and you feel your energy shift, then you have to then you have to make the adjustment. Those kinds of things keep you from getting uh, keep you getting keep you from staying stuck right and you have to get unstuck right so when once you get unstuck now you have to work thing work to do things to keep you from getting stuck again and if you do now you've built up a number of habits and you've built up the resiliency factors and you've built up the kind of things that can help you get unstuck again because life is going to go like this it's a pendulum it's there there are going to be highs and there are going to be lows but when you start with a strong foundation of positivity when you start with a strong foundation of self-awareness when you start with a strong foundation of faith with, um, with you know, people around you who will support you and who will not talk down to you or down about you, when you keep resisting the spirit of comparison, which is something that in this digital day and age is very difficult to do, you have the ability to build up the things that are going to keep you from crumbling down when life is swinging in the other, in the other way. Um, I'm looking here now, um, reading some of these comments here. Um, the Holy Spirit has really been ministering me, being present, self-aware, vigilant enough to take every every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Yes, yes, yes. It's a game changer. And and when you like literally, you take those thoughts captive and you ch- and you have to be like, yo, this is not true. I'm not whack, right? I'm not ugly, I'm not fat, I'm not too skinny, I'm not, you know, and and even and when you say those things, that doesn't mean that there's not room to grow. There's not that when you're challenging those negative thoughts, it doesn't mean that you're perfect, it doesn't mean that there's not room to get better but you have to challenge those and counter those narratives because if you let those narratives linger they will keep you feeling down they will keep you just living lies that are not true about yourself uh, another comment has says exercise literally creates more nerve endings and connections in the central nervous system water is needed yes to get all those hormones more water I've been doing reading and like it helps you sleep better it hel- it's like it's just all these great things so if you um, need to hydrate more like I'm about to do right now Please hydrate more, okay um, sugar decreases your light and hinders your, your yourself physically and slows down your mental process so true you know that crash after you after you eat something that you know you weren't supposed to eat and you listen. I, and I love, I love me some donuts. I love me some cookies and some cakes and some ice cream, but, um, I, and I'm not gonna be the kind of person that says I'm never gonna eat sugar ever again. And bar- like, I'm not gonna do that. But reducing the amount of processed sugar, basically trying to eliminate processed sugar during the week so that I can eat some treats during the weekend, I can feel good about that. I can live my life that way. Um, and not being like super rigid about it, but being awa- aware, like it comes back again to awareness. When you are aware of what is happening, now you have the option to choose. But when you walk around like a robot, when you, and that's, listen, I'm, I won't get into the conspiracy theories, but if you watch, you Google any, any documentary on food on Netflix and you will understand, we have been marketed to by a number of different industries to live our life a certain kind of way. And once you are aware of the way that we have been manipulated, then you start to want to walk a little bit differently. Again, it's not a, you know, you don't have to turn your life around and and just throw out all your TVs and throw out, like it's not, that's not what it is. But when you know better, as my mentor in my head, Maya Angelou, Maya Angelou says, you do better. When you know better, you do better. And when you know better, your excuse for not doing better, it's, it's not, it don't quite hold up the way it used to. It's not that easy to, to say, oh, well, you know, just to just throw excuses out there because it's like, well, actually you have the evidence, you have the research, you read the articles, you read the books, you know, that you should be doing something differently. And now you're willfully choosing willful disobedience. And mm, that's like, you get, you get what you get at that point, right? You get what you get when you start, when you are living in a territory of willful disobedience. And i like I said, I'm trying to live my life a little bit better and trying to avoid the willful disobedience as best as I can. It starts with awareness. So just a quick recap of the four, the four ways that like why you keep staying stuck. The first way is you keep staying inside your own head. The way that you get outside of your own head is you, bring your thoughts captive. You take your thoughts and you examine them and you challenge them in the moment. And when you start to, when, and that takes practice, right? So this, again, none of this stuff I'm talking about is something that's going to happen tomorrow. It takes practice, but when you do it, um, when you start to work on it, when you see, when you feel yourself in a mood, I had to check myself the other day. I felt myself getting really defensive in a conversation And I had to ask somebody else afterwards. I was like, you know, did you, how was my tone? Because I felt myself something in my spirit that wasn't quite right. She was like, no, I thought your tone was appropriate. I thought you were, it was clear that you were very stern, but your tone was still professionally appropriate. And I had to, um, and I, but in the moment I could tell something was happening and I actively pulled myself back. And I was just like, calm down, slow your roll. Right. And that's that awareness. The second way that, um, that keeps you staying stuck is you don't know, and you don't own your own story. When you know where you have come from and when you know who has ordained you for greatness. And when you know that you are designed to show up and be a fierce presence in this world, And you can talk about the different experiences that have helped inform that and the lessons that you've learned and the way that it's taught you how to be resilient and compassionate and do the thing that you do really well. And to make sure that you are like just just taking care of people and taking care of your family and whatever the thing that that you that gets you going, that's something that really excites you. That is how you, that is how you, um, that's one of the ways that you get from being stuck because you can say, you know, I, my story may have, my past is my past. And my past is, is something that I have to work through. It's because it shows up in the present, but my past does not define how I show up in the present. It informs the way that I might have to work through some things. Your past can inform some of the strengths that you have, but it doesn't box you in. It only box you in if you let it box you in. And I'm, listen, my past, <laughs> it could have it kept me in, you know how they have those boxes that, have, that get big and then they get small and small and small? That, if I chose, I could have been living inside that little tiny box inside those eight other boxes, right? That's how, that's how boxed up I could have lived my life. But it's choices that make you, that help you to own your story and to turn that story into, into an opportunity for success. The third thing that can keep you stuck that we're gonna work to counter is that you're too worried about everybody else. Stop worrying about what everybody else has to say and not talking about saying whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it, but stop placing your value on other, based on other people's opinions. Your value is not defined by other people's opinions. Your value was defined by, by the Lord, by the good Lord above, and he says that you are valuable. He says that you are worthy. You were created in his own image. Therefore, you are valuable and nobody else has to give you or define that value. No person on this earth can give you value. And so what you have to do is when you, when you stop comparing yourself to other people in a way that that minimizes you, I'm not saying you can't admire people. Not saying that you can't um, you can't see the the benefit of being connected to other people. But if you are placing or comparing yourself in a way that makes you small in comparison to other people, that's when you gotta stop worrying about everybody else. And also, you have to stop assuming what other people are going to say, positive or negative, about you. Because chances are, people really ain't worried about you like that. Okay. And the fourth and final reason that keeps you staying stuck is that you're too worried about yourself. In the same way that you're worried about what other people have to say about you, you're still thinking about you and you're not thinking about the way that you are meant to call that you are called to serve other people, that you are called to show up and express your gift, to call that way that you are called and designed to be a light for somebody else. Because when they see you, maybe they'll see something that they can do in the future that they didn't think they could do before, okay? so thank you for um for listening thank you for joining me for this first podcast slash facebook live So thank you again for listening to this week's episode, episode 81, three years into the podcast, over 160,000 downloads in over 100 countries. And that is because of you. Continue to share, continue to tell people about the podcast, continue to message me again, at Tiff South on Instagram, take a screenshot of you listening to the episode, mention it in your story, and I will share it to mine as well. And I hope that you got some, some good takeaways from that that conversation it really is a a requirement and a priority to make sure that you get unstuck and you move yourself out of the negative mindset that you're in that will keep you from doing the things that you were really purposed to do on this earth, even if it just means in your daily interactions, maybe not necessarily creating the next Google or Facebook, but in your own way, impacting the lives of people around you. And so I hope that you, you got some good, some good fuel from that, that conversation. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Again, if you're interested in Elevate Your Career Academy, go to the show notes for this week's episode or go to bit.ly slash eCareerSuccess and you can join the academy there. We are getting started in a few weeks. Those slots are filling up fast. We actually only have five spots available. I should have said that earlier in the episode. But um, I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to interacting with you on these internet streets. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.